York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. That is right. What's what's going on? This is Jealous from Nick of Time Show. Here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And I think you guys know what time it is, right? It's time to hit the gunshots right now, okay? <laughs> the Knicks just beat <laughs> the Washington Wizards. We beat them twice in a row, y'all. We beat them twice in a row. They came out with the zeal. They came out with something to prove. Russell Westbrook was all in his feelings. He was blocking shots all willy-nilly, flexing on people, screaming, ah, but it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter because the Knicks still end up winning. Um, and listen, we, and we did it in dramatic fashion, and we are going to talk about it. Before we talk about it, let's introduce our guys. First and foremost, we have... Um, our guy from um, Knicks, Jess, etc. Alex Trateros. How you doing, sir? I'm good, Jay Ellis. Fantastic win today. Mm-hmm. Nothing I can say that I'm just happy and I love this goddamn team. You're damn right, right we love right this now. team, man. <laughs> we winning. We, we finally win. We finally beaten the, the teams that we're supposed to beat. It's a sign of a pretty decent team, you know, and, and hopefully we mm-hmm. keep this going because we have a rough schedule ahead. But also I have with me today this guy I like to call um, the raw the raw metaphor. It is my man from the YouTube channel across the street. It is the raw Hebrew remnant. What's going on, raw? Man, it's so good to be with you, Jay Ellis, and my man, Alex Trateros. We are on point. The Knicks are on point. Life cannot be better. Let's do this thing. Yeah, let's do this thing. But like I said, we're going to start this off hype. Oh! Because the Knicks have won. <laughs> 106, 102, no Bullock, no Noel, no Derrick Rose, Elf. Elf, was, Elf got off the shelf for the first quarter. He was on the shelf for the second half, kind of. But he was Yo, off Elf the was shelf. doing work. I ain't gonna yeah, He's off the he shelf for the first work, quarter. Man. He was doing work. And he started. But you know what? The Knicks have won. The Knicks are solely in fifth place now. And despite our slow start, you know, we, we still prevail. Like the Knicks, we started out the first quarter. We had like zero assists. Um, they were dunking us on willy-nilly. Um, we was giving up too many transition buckets. <laughs> um, the, Knicks, the, the Wizards were running out. They were leaking out a lot. And Tom Thibodeau, he 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 gave a timeout. It was an 18-9 start. Tom Thibodeau called timeout. And nothing much changed after that, really. It wasn't until the third or the fourth quarter things started to turn around. And the Knicks and the second unit really came in. And just took over the game, man. So, um, you know what? I'm going to leave this part of the game to Raw Raw. Tell me, what did you think of the game? Tell me some, some, some takeaways, your feedback, and what did you see today from the Knicks versus the Wizards? Well, you know, it, it was I was not surprised that the Wizards came out like gangbusters. I mean, they got blown out two nights ago, so they won't come out ready to play. Right? Oh, yeah. So, they, 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 they have revenge yeah. on their mind, for sure. And I wasn't worried about the first quarter. I wasn't worried about the second quarter. I was wanting us to get in our game because you could even see even during that part of the game, the Knicks were out. The Knicks were a better team, so they were outclassing them. So, and what I really like is consistently all game long, the Knicks were winning the 50-50 balls. They were getting all the 50-50 balls, and so that's a good sign. And then when you're playing a bad team, like I said, we know because we're Knicks fans, we know what bad teams look like. So, they were going to let us back in the game eventually, and so we knew they were going to come back. I just wanted to see how they close. Not only that. Whenever you see Rowan have a bad first half, mm-hmm. you know Rowan's going to come back with a strong second half. And that's what we saw. Okay, yeah, you, you're right about that. Um, Listen, today was a game where Rowan didn't really shoot well per se, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He didn't really shoot well per se. But what he did was when he, um, he, he got a lot of and ones, he finished at the basket. He, That's had, right. he finished with five assists today. That's right. That's um, right. And he kind of toughed this game out. And, and God, I, I peeped the stats. I see what you're saying. I'm working on changing on the stats so I'm talking when I'm talking this game out. But right. But RJ really, really, really uh, he, he did his thing. He he became the Robin that we needed for sure. And yep. it, it's it's interesting to see him kind of ascend before our eyes because he's getting better and better at um, you know, just, just stepping up and 
that demeanor that he had from his first year, where he's just never rattled. That's right. Um, it just right. continues. It just continues right now, and that's what you need from this team. You need somebody right. who's not going to be rattled, who's going to, to steer the ship, and that's what he's done. Even like Julius was, Julius was out of it today, man. Only thirteen points was horrible from three, that thigh contusion, but RJ stepped up. Um, that's right. That's so, right. Yeah. So it was, it was a sight to behold. Um, anything to add to that, um, Alex? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Jay, you and Ross said it all. I mean, I guess the only thing I would add, like to watching this game. You know, it was just frustrating to watch in the first half because they were just missing missing their shots and shots that they should be making. And we saw them demolish the Wizards earlier, like on Tuesday, right? So you thought they would come out with the same type of vigor, attack the Wizards because they know they're a better team. They know that there's going to be a tight playoff race that they have to make sure that, that they're on top of, right? So it was a little disheartening to see them that they didn't come out with all that energy. They were a little, they were a step slow on defense offense there wasn't a lot of ball moving no one was really cutting it was a lot of like just iso ball just trying to make their own shots and that wasn't really working but as soon as that you know i would say the pivotal moment of this game was when we saw rj barrett get that tip in, in the end of the third quarter and you said you saw him he's like let's go that's right let's go and right. you, you saw like he was bringing that energy he said to iq high like everyone was starting to get hyped he's like all right we got this and then rj comes out in the fourth quarter gets into his bag starts facilitating is looking at Westbrook like, nah, you're not going to clown me today, boy. You're not clowning me today. I'm going to take it to you. And, like, we saw what, what uh, Russell Westbrook was doing in the first quarter. He had four blocks in RJ. RJ's like, nah, I'm going to take it right back. I'm going to give it right to you. Got everyone involved. You had Burks come out in the fourth quarter, go into his bag, give you 27 points tonight. Mm-hmm. It was clutch again. He's been averaging over 20 points in the last couple of games. Absolutely. And Burks has really been a catalyst to this team, especially with the second unit. He had great minutes, as uh, Raw said earlier, from Taj to night Todd was just doing everything you want again solid rebound boxing out setting tough screens making sure that no one was getting easy points you saw that Robin Lopez was getting those easy hook shots that's that's fine whatever but Todd was making sure that he was earning it and not getting anything free and then IQ came out a little slow on the first had a little rest on the bench came back in and he's like nah I'm gonna I'm gonna knock down some shots let's get this thing going and then just end it, man. They 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 came to close it out, which is like so it's so weird because we're so used to the Knicks not closing out games. We were like, all right, here comes the fake comeback yeah, alert from no, the New York Knicks, I, and now it's just like now you're just like you watch the team like now I'm pretty confident we can win this if we're just exactly, staying that's, this. that's the weird <laughs> thing about this game, man. That is the weird thing about this game. The weird thing about this game was I wasn't really worried the whole time because nah. when I was watching the stats. And I was and I was looking. He's like, okay, the Knicks are down. Okay, we're down seven. We got down to eleven. Like it was, it was, there was egregious, there was egregious things happening, right? Like, like for instance, the the second unit when uh, we didn't box out on the foul shooter, and that oh turned into a four God. point swing. I was pulling my hair out. That happened yeah. twice in the same game, right? The transition defense was horrible. With all that being said. We were only only hit I think one three pointer in that first half, and from it was from IQ. And the thing is, like when you're looking at this team right now, if you're looking at the team, we are tenth in the league for th- in three point shooting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you, so when I'm looking at this game, and I'm like, all right, we're tenth in the league in three point shooting. These guys are the 25th worst defensive team in the league. At some point, <laughs> something is going to give. Mm-hmm. At some mm-hmm. point, something's going to give, and that's exactly what happened. And between RJ Barrett stepping up and Alec Burks, who's been a flamethrower, he this is the Alec Burks that I saw last season when I when I cheesed about Bubble Burks and uh, <laughs> the the guy who's running the guy who's running the offense for the 76ers and the Golden State Warriors. This is the guy that I wanted, and but it's, I think it's the guy that every Knicks fan wanted because I know a lot of people were saying we should trade him, but this guy this is his fifth game with 20 points or more and yeah, he's yeah. being a guy who can be kind of a a 1B with RJ cuz he had 27 points today. Yeah. Well, the thing about Burks is that I knew before but um it's going to come into prominence now. He is actually a better playoff player than a regular season player. Mm. He's one of those guys. He's like George Hill. We know you find him on a playoff team at the end of every season. So he's like that because, but he, he spent, he cut his teeth in Utah. You're going to find he's going to play better in the playoffs than he plays now. He's, I'm telling you, he's, he's, he's a good playoff player. So what he's bringing now, I'm very happy to see. Cause what happens now, 
He's not a great finisher. He'll frustrate you. He'll get to the basket and miss shots that you expect him to hit. But Absolutely. Or when he starts hitting that mid-range and them threes, man. And that's what was going tonight. He was, and he was doing it like you could see he wasn't nervous. Yeah, you know the the thing about Burks is, and I'm starting to realize, I think he plays better with the ball in his hands. Um, Yeah. And I I think that might be why his game is being taken to another level. He's he's been, he's been a a shooting guard off ball guy for, for so long. But he, he seems just to play better with the ball in his hands. So mm-hmm. I wonder what happens. Like, I definitely want Derrick Rose back. Right. I wonder how he'll adjust with the ball out of his hands a little bit less. Because it's, That's an interesting point you bring up. Because let me ask you, did you notice? I, I wasn't paying close attention to this. Alex also. What did Burks play like? when he was on the floor with quickly because that's when rose is on the floor he's going to have the ball in his hand but what right. we really want to know is is when 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 quickly comes in with that second unit i did not notice that chemistry tonight so did just i didn't notice that chemistry how did it's how did rose play i mean sorry how did burks play with iq it's kind of like a going back and forth between yep. two guys who can create their own shot exactly. it's like all right iq you you bring it up you do your thing I'll take a go at it if you're not getting anything. So it's not – neither one of them are true point guards, right? Mm-hmm. They're both playmakers, um, both shooters. So they're looking for their own shots most of the time. But mm-hmm. they know when to give it up if they don't really have anything. But they're hunters. So I don't know who's a good comp for this. But, you know, when I when I watch both of them, it's kind of – you know, it's like the same thing when you watch Will Will, right? Like Will Will needs the ball in his hands to start getting a feel in. That's what Burks and Quickly are. They need to be bouncing the ball, touching it, making sure they can feel it, kind of get a gauge that way and just start shooting, just start putting up shots to get that feeling. But I think with them, you know, this is where, like, to to, to go with what happens with Derrick Rose, this is where I want Derrick Rose in the starting unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think with sure. him in the starting unit, you know, you get that – penetration into the lane you get a guy who's a better jump shooter than alfred payton so you get to frank was a terrible thing man (laughs) (laughs) well the thing is like you got frank who's old timid when it comes to shooting he's he's more comfortable in the second unit and then you have payton who god man it is flat i have never seen an arc so flat in my life when someone shoots (laughs) he knew what's coming man every time but he did all right though he did all right he did did all right yeah i'm not gonna i'm not killing i'm not killing him he did all right he he made some crucial uh buckets like when we needed it before the end of the first but you know like d rose like someone who can at least give you a jump shot because they went to zone again like we cannot have we cannot have we cannot have you're right man you're right can't have someone going to zone on us you know they each could pair well with a shooter you know but dang them two together man it's like having two guys that can't see trying to (laughs) (laughs) you no, no you're exactly every time Every time I watch, it's like you're playing like in a pickup play, a pickup league, or like just like something like you just like, all right, guys, we're going to zone, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, it's like, what bro. is going again? On, like, I we got because yo, we were ten. Like I said, I don't, I don't, I'm, I just know, I just know there's a correlation between us being the tenth best um, three point shooting percentage in the league. Um, after a stretch when Alfred Payton has been in and out of the lineup, I don't right. think that's by accident. <laughs> That's true. I don't think that's by accident. That's true, Jay. <laughs> like we, we we talked about, you know, Reggie Bullock has been shooting better over recently. So has Alec Burke's last five games has reached twenty points. Um, everybody's been shooting Julius Randle, but I think a part of all of that is Alfred Payton has not been here. <laughs> You're right, man. Is there's twenty seven games left? Hopefully, we get Derrick Rose back so that he can get in the flow. Absolutely. Yeah, when he's I, starting, when he's in the flow, and not really, we have a little taste of it before he, you know, before he got the COVID thing. But I think if we can get him in the flow and running with that starting unit, we're going to be in really good shape. We're really going to be in good shape. Man. But so I, I just, I'm looking for that. But I just wanted to see because it seemed to me IQ wasn't forcing it as much as he did Tuesday night. He was he was definitely being more. Nah, you're absolutely right. More slot, you know, smarter with the mm-hmm. basketball, and that helped because I I wasn't sure. I didn't really like I said I didn't really focus on the on the dynamic between him and Burke, but it's important because when D Rose comes back, that's you're going to see that you're going to see that dynamic. 
Yeah, matter of fact, if, if, if you're looking at the stats, and I'll switch to the stat the stat thing real quick. IQ actually had three assists today, which isn't a whole lot, but but I feel like the assists he had were timely and they were um, impactful to the game. I've, yeah. always, mm-hmm. I've always talked about, um, you know, him diversifying his shooting. I mean, his passing. I saw the him breaking down the defense and making that pass to the corner. This is something that RJ's been doing all day, and that turned that led to a huge three. Um, that kind of started to break open the game. So I've seen that happen. I've seen him do like a nice little pass in the paint in traffic. And for a guy who's like short, uh, that's, that's, right. a, that's a hard pass to make. So right. these guys who keep saying that quickly's not a point guard, quickly's not a point guard, and he might not be the quintessential point guard today, but it's still only his first year. That's right. Um, and he can develop some point guard skills, especially with the, the guys, the, the coaching staff we have. And hopefully, you know, the coaching staff we have Actually stays here. Please, actually stay here. That's a whole nother Please. thing. That's it's like whole... the whole world is against us trying to pilfer our coaching staff, man. Exactly, exactly. That's a fact. But if you look at the uh, stats, yeah, sixteen zero assists for Alec Burks, three assists for uh, Emmanuel Quickly. Go ahead, Alex. No, what I was going to say just to add on what you're saying, Jalis. It's like I think we have to understand that IQ is not a point guard now. Right. If they're trying to get him to be a point guard, it's going to be down the line. And there's a lot of stuff that he has to learn to become a point guard. This is kind of why I'm in favor of him coming off the bench, because, you know, he's a good we both won. We see what the second unit's like when we don't have when we have him in the starting lineup and we have, you know, it's Obi, Knox, Frank, Taj. It's it's rough, man. That's rough. I, I honestly like it's just going from scoring to nothing. And it's not that I like it's nothing against them. It's just that is what it is. Right. So. With IQ coming off the bench, you know, he gets to play that Lou Will role for now, which is fine. Go get your own shots. If you find somebody open, go find somebody open. I think IQ is a little too much. I think the coaching staff tells him, hey, you are our shooter. You need to go get your shots. But I think yeah. sometimes rookies, it's hard to it's hard to understand how to balance that system of like, all right, go get my own shots while still being a playmaker, right? Absolutely. Because you can't just go in there and just shoot 20 times and not look for anybody. So I think IQ is just going back and forth between that rookie like learning curve of just like, all right, hey, I'm not having it right now. I got to give it up to either Knox, Obi, Burks. Someone else has got to operate because I need to go find my spot, you know, keep moving off ball, keep the defense moving, keep the defense honest, keep them shifting, something along those lines. And it's just a process. But for anyone who thinks IQ is a point guard, He's not now, but he can be in the future if that's what they want him to be. He's just going to take some work to get to that point. Yeah, he, well, he, I know. Did you notice that that uh, Randall was actually looking for him a lot tonight? I mean, oh, Randall yeah. was looking for everybody. He wasn't really trying to shoot tonight. Really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was surprised. Um, he was looking for for IQ, but he likes he looks for he looks for IQ. Like there's there's moments even before the game he looks he looks for IQ. He's like, no, 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 man, you take the shot. It's mm-hmm. okay. Exactly. Like you see you see when Rand you see who Randall trusts and who not to take a shot, and he <laughs> exactly. gives, he gives he he gives, he it gives up that fluently. trust. He he was right. like, yo, IQ, take this, man. Do exactly. it. Do your thing. Reggie Bullock. For sure, he Alec oh, Burks. Oh, that for two sure. that two man game with Reggie Bullock. Yeah, oh my God. So totally missed the day. I forgot Reggie Bullock. Didn't yeah, play. yeah. <laughs> and IQ and IQ for sure. And shout out to Randall because he played horrible all game, but he hit real two really clutch shots at the end. Absolutely. And, um, and I kept saying this before in the last few games about um, the help because. What Randall's problem has been for so long is he's been having to run the offense the entire time where he's gassed by the end of the game. This game, he had the luxury of letting other people do a lot of the work. Um, you know, we had, you know, Alec Burks, 27 points, um, RJ Barrett with 24 points, and now he has something to tank. In the last few possessions of the game, he dribbled hard, full speed, went to his spots, and hit that jumper with confidence. And for, okay. I feel like the last couple of weeks, he's been missing those because he's been gassed, but having some secondary help, Consistently is going to be huge for us, man. Especially if Alec Burks mm-hmm. can keep that magic going um, for the second half of the season. That's a huge asset for the Knicks. That's right. That's huge right. asset. Huge asset. All right. You know, and salute to the chat, man. Let me shout out to the chat. Y'all been patient. I haven't really shouted y'all out yet. Um, and y'all been y'all been supporting the KOT show, man. So salute to you guys, man. Thanks for y'all for watching. And so let me just shout y'all. First of all, let me hit up the super chats, man, because y'all like, giving love early. That's um, right. Hit him up, baby. Yeah, him giving up. love early. And shout out to everybody. Everybody knows the super chats is going to grow the channels, going to the writers, it's going to the equipment. We already know he's getting a new camera. 
Ryan getting the <laughs> <laughs> So when you see when you see when you see Raw in HD in like a week and a half or so, uh, that's thanks to you guys. All right. <laughs> so shout out to Sora. Uh, says year shout out RJ. He sends a two dollars super chat. All right, and I see the little Dragon Ball uh, Z Android photo. So shout out to you. Fellow uh, anime fan, uh, shout out to Fat Boy with Nick's who sends a two dollars super chat. It says the real BB bully, Ball Barrett, is here, right? Anti, oh, okay, anti. <laughs> no, <laughs> no slander, no, no channel slander, no cross content creator <laughs> slander, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to uh, shout out to my guy Illa, man. Yo, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Illa. I, mean, I feel bad too, though. I didn't want him to trade Iggy. Sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. I know. I know. Illa is feeling it today because your boy got traded. So, but shout out to Illa. He's he's still here supporting the KLG KLT show. He says R.J. Barrett, the Canadian assassin, strikes again. You're That's right. right. That's right. Shout out to you for that super chat. All right. And shout out to D Nice. He says salute to Jay Ellis. Keep doing your own thing, man. Can you touch on the Phil Jackson interview? I didn't catch the interview. I feel like the. The interview came out during the game. That's the one I first saw. It. Yeah, so I so I got someone texted me about that too. One of my boys, and I'm like, "What interview with Phil Jackson? Huh? I I I did not know. I, yeah, not yeah, I didn't catch it yet. Yeah, what Phil Jackson gonna say anyway? Yeah, like yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, I'm not looking out for Phil Jackson to talk about the Knicks. In all honesty, yeah, that's <laughs> not something I ran to. I'm going to read it because going for that sixty million you just gave me because I ain't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Like I know he has, I know he has nothing good to say. In the headlines, I saw somebody, I saw somebody comment that he had nothing good to say, and he didn't take any accountability for anything. No, so I'm not gonna rush to read it. I'm gonna read it though, just because I'm me, and I'm gonna read it just because it has something to do with the Knicks, and I just read stuff that has stuff. I learned a lot from him because I thought that he would be a good president, and and I have to give some of the idiots on ESPN some props because they was like, he can't. You know, he's not a president. He's a coach. Right. And he was trying to coach from the president's box, and that just messed everything up. Yeah, he did. You can't you can't do the coaching tactics from the president's box. You can't no. send master and then yeah. not speak to somebody. Like, that's not how right. stuff works here. He's stepping all over your coach, man. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And always, bruh, bruh for him, because for, for the way he treated Melo. I never liked the way he treated Melo. Oh, my gosh, yeah. man. What the hell? Talking about him behind his back, then talking about, you know, if I got you. And, I mean... Man, man. Yeah, I don't know. Well, moving, moving, this. That was moving on, moving on. That was <laughs> moving on. We in greener pastures now. We got cast space. We got picks. We got greener pastures right now. We gonna move on. That's right. Those, That's right. We not looking back. Sun. We gonna move on. Go forward, right. baby. <laughs> Shout out to Lana. Says a uh, file super chat. Um, he says uh, Tibbs needs to start Rose once he's back. Give Frank Payton's minutes coming off the bench alongside IQ and Burks and see if he can get it going. I'm with you 100%. Believe me, Rose is going to start. That's not going to be a, that's not even going to be a problem. Rose is going to start. I hope so. But first and foremost, before we even get into that, let's just shout out to Frank for making it through another (laughs) trade season unscathed because man, man, I thought he was gone. Frankie nine lives, baby. I thought he was gone, man. He's been in every trade rumor you could possibly imagine, and somehow he made it through the last trade deadline <laughs> of his contract. No, <laughs> his rookie scale, rookie contract. That's amazing. Somehow he's going to sign a new deal, man. He's going to be. He's going to break the Charlie Ward court. I don't know how, but if he's he, going to do it. You know, if that he happens. Jailus, well, you won't see Jailus. Jailus will be gone. He'll be on vacation. I'll be on vacation. The gun sh- you, you hear the gunshots. You hear the gunshots. Oh, you were here. Oh, I, oh y'all, I'll be so uh, man. I have so many unsubscribes. It's not, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sorry. Frank Hive will be here, though. I don't even care if people unsubscribe. I'll be like, man, I'm in the Frank Hive. You come in the Frank Hive talking mess, you're going to get stunk. That's the way it is. Yeah, Raw takes it to another level, but that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yo. All right, yo. Salute to the rest of the chat, yo. Salute to Craig Williams, uh, Jose Alvarez, uh, Joshua Rivera, the Knicks first. Tell him Alejandro always here early. D nice, uh, yeah, fat boy. Y'all, y'all here. Cody Emmanuel. Cody's been rocking me for like three years following the KOT. Oh, yo, for real? Yeah, all right, all right. Nice. Cody was watching when we had like, like a camcorder. And what? Wow. We got in the apartment. Yo, go go in the archives of the KOT show on YouTube. When I like our early episodes, when it was like a camcorder in in in, in, 
in the garage and the wow. mics covering our faces and yeah it was woo. yeah he was he's been through with us so shout out to you cody you've been through all like the way, five man. iterations of the kot show facts facts man hashtag old for cody for sure <laughs> all right any more any more tidbits about the, the game or you want to get into this this trade stuff and what's happening nah game over man let's do this ah, let's go <laughs> <laughs> let's go yo oh, oh yo gotta shout out to my boy Ronnie Sanders my, my boy in real life from Canarsie Brooklyn shout out to Brooklyn all day oh Canarsie in yeah, the house man Canarsie pop, Canarsie pop smoke all that stuff yo shout out to you Ronnie alright alright cool so <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, so just in case, I don't know if you guys uh, have been around lately, but t- today um, was, a, was a certain day. It was a trade day. It was a trade deadline happened today. I'm not sure if this is news. Trade deadline. Trade baby. deadline happened today. Trade deadline. And um, there was a lot of storylines that were that were running um, simultaneously. Um, one of them being the Lonzo Ball storyline. And, and it seemed like there has a bunch of twists, a bunch of turns. That's right. And... It got all the way to the top, but it never quite hit the climax. And Lonzo Ball ended up staying exactly where he is. That's right. Um, but what the Knicks did end up doing is making a bunch of small moves. Now, Ian Begley kind of reported earlier that he can see the Knicks staying packed and, and kind of being conservative as his trade deadline. So when this happened, no one is, I don't think half people probably weren't that surprised. Um, but it is what it is. So. As of now, the moves the Knicks have made, right, have just been the Knicks, the Knicks getting rid of or trading. Uh, Iggy, Iggy Brass Dinks is he's gone. And Austin yeah, Rivers, yeah. And Austin Rivers, yeah. And shout out to um, shout out to my guy Iller, man. I know you're feeling it. I know you're feeling. It. He's the number one Iggy, and he's the number one Iggy and RJ fan. In Knicks Nation, I don't. I don't think anybody can take that crown away from him. That's just what it is. He's the number one Iggy and RJ fan in Knicks Nation. So I know he was hurt when Iggy was traded. But <laughs> as of today, the Knicks have the Knicks got. Um, there is um. Austin Rivers is going to the went to OKC, th- the OKC Thunder. Um, and they got back Terrence Ferguson. I'm surprised at that because he had to approve that trade. You know. Like I'm saying, not officially, but I'm saying they wanted to send him to wherever he wanted to go. So yeah, yeah I'm surprised. I'm surprised they ended up going to OKC as well. I figured they would try to send him to more of a playoff team. Yeah, the but playoff. we we ended up getting we ended up sending Austin Rivers to OKC um, for two future second round picks. Um, and also came out later we have the rights to Elmer Prelzdick, which is interesting. And it's funny because we always get these rights for people who aren't here. And we never see him. You never see him, but you really what, what really what that means is we want some type of value back, but we mm-hmm. want to keep our roster spot open. That's usually what that means. Right. Um, and you know there's a buyout market happening. Um, so you can tell like the Knicks are deliberately just trying to keep that buyout market. So clean. aside from Drummond, who else is on the buyout market? Uh, and we'll get to that. We'll get to we can get to that All too. Right. But also um the Sixers. I also found out a little wrinkle. The second round pick from the Miami. One of the second round picks is from Miami. It's a 2024 Miami second round pick. And it's protected mm-hmm. from the 31 to 55. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, yeah. What were you saying, Roy? What was your question? No, I'm wondering, like, because I, I, I'm i not even paying attention to this drumming garbage. I just, And I know that LaMarcus Aldridge does not want to come to New York. So I'm wondering, aside from those two players, who else is on the or eligible to be or who you expect to be on the buyout market? Shoot, that's that's a good question. I mean, the ones the the most notable ones I know on the top of my head have been Andre Drummond, um, Lamarcus Aldridge, mm-hmm. um, Otto Porter from the Bulls because I know. Um, oh, you think yeah, because he's expiring. That's true. Yeah, Otto Porter from the Bulls. I think I also saw Jabari Parker as well. Um, ah. Yeah, so the the you know the. <laughs> It's funny because um, I'm looking at Terrence Ross too. I didn't see Terrence Ross on on a certain list, but I would think that he would want to be out. You know. Now, if they bought Terrence Ross out, that would be an interesting name for us to consider. Exactly. So I'm not sure who the Knicks are targeting in the buyout market. I know that um, the news that's been out has been that the Knicks. There are some people in the Knicks that are monitoring the 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 um. 
we, and we talked about this behind the, uh, behind the scenes. The drumming situation. The, the drumming situation. But the the take yeah. it has only been like one or two people. And yeah. me and Alex, we did a whole show about Andre Drummond. And I th- my thought has been, he's like, it, is, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't mesh it with our team. It makes no sense. You got, you got right. Mitchell, you got Taj Gibson, you got, and you got um, Nerlens. What, what the hell you need with Andre Drummond for? No. no. Yeah. The, the only... The only way it fits for me is if he comes off the bench. That's the absolute only way he even Yeah, but then you're taking away minutes from either Nerlens or Top. Exactly. No, and I, I don't and I don't and see Drummond. This chemistry. See, chemistry is not no light thing, man. So No, you're right. I've created this chemistry for 40 what is it, 45 games now. You don't throw that away for a cat that you don't even know if he's going to help you or not. I mean, no. 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 And my thing with Drummond too is that Yes, I agree with you, Jalos. Like, if he came off the bench, I highly doubt he'd come off the bench. Yeah, I don't think that's he's his thing. He's been a starter this entire time. There's no way he's coming in and be like, yeah, sure, I'll just play 15 minutes a game. He's, nah, looking, for that ne- he's looking for that next contract, okay? Right. He got a 28-some-odd million-dollar contract. He's looking to get paid again. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I think, sure, like, teams have in- – there's people within the organization that have an interest, like any other NBA team. Like, there's – People within the organization now like Victor Oladipo within the Knicks, but they didn't right. make a move for him. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't think I don't think it's going to happen for Andre Drummond. I think it's just too repetitive, honestly. And then when you ha- if you think about the way the Knicks are structured right now, when you have R.J. Barrett, you have Julius Randle, who both love to work in the paint. At some point, Drummond, if he was here, has to be with those guys on the floor at some point. Right. It's just too much in the paint. And and Drummond's not a guy who just sits in the dunker spot. That's the thing about, you know, when you look about Mitch and Nerlens Noel, they don't need to have their back to the basket and try to take, to have like offensive possessions, right? They can just chill and wait until one of those guys makes a move and then go clean up. And that's the beauty about those two guys. That's why I just don't see how Drummond like fits in this whole system. I think he's going to the Lakers. I purposely think. Portland would be the best spot for him, but I think he's going to Lakers because LeBron and AD are hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing about the the Knicks, too, is the cat space kind of gives us a little bit more leverage to pick off people who are on the waiver wire. No, oh, yeah. So but because we have it right now, um, about what, $13.5 million in cap, we, we pretty much have dips on anybody who's being bought out. I think they got $16 million. Um, is it sixteen? Million? No, because yeah, we got they, six, gained, they gained about seven hundred thousand on this uh, on this Las uh, Vegas situation. Right, right. But then we have two second rounders too. So I think the doesn't that count? Quite, two second rounders and um Ferguson and um. Do they count the second rounds against the cap right now before the draft? Isn't it uh, no. Ferguson? I mean, I'm not, not, not a second. Round. I'm talking about Ferguson and um Foyer, the, the person we brought. They that, waived that another cut. We, he, he got her. cut. Yeah, they waived yeah. him. So it was three point nine from Ferguson, and what mm-hmm. happened between um, uh, Iggy and who did they send out? They sent out Iggy and um, Rivers. Rivers. That was about a four point three. Rivers was three point three. Iggy was one point seven. So that's like six. So between no, that's five. So between the two of them, we gained about seven eight hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. Well. It's between I mean, thirteen it, between between thirteen makes that fifteen million. Right. Cap. Between thirteen we have between thirteen and fifteen million. Either yeah. way, we still have the most in the league. So mm-hmm. really, like we pretty much have first dibs. And it, the teams that the playoff teams like the Lakers and these guys who are looking for bio candidates, if we really don't want them, we can really yeah. pass on them really. Because we have kind of have first dibs on who we can pay or who we want to pay. Now, if we want to pay them is a different if it's, it's a whole different story. Yeah, well, I don't think I mean we ain't yeah. got time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I, I pulled up like a whole list is a buyout candidate list, and the, I will, I'll just read the top ten. We have Andre Drummond, Lamarcus Aldridge, Otto Porter, Avery Bradley is interesting. Mm. Uh, yeah, but he hasn't really played this season. But I always love this game. Yeah, I always like Avery Bradley. I always Solid love this game. Yeah. Solid. Yeah, but the Heat they have a lot of guards and things going on over there, so he's probably he's might be a candidate as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, they have Austin Rivers listed. Um, Corey Joseph as well. Rodney Hood. Hassan Whiteside. Ben McElmore. So, yeah. More Harkless. All of them players. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. I, I like yeah. uh, 
I like um, not hood. He's a, he's streaky man. He could get hot or not. But um, I like Avery Bradley though. Avery Bradley is a good would be a, an interesting uh, you know fire on for the end of the season. Killer, man. He's always been a Nick killer. Yeah, stuff. if healthy, if healthy, I have to see how he is. I would, I would do it. Help. I would do. I can see a flyer on on Avery Bradley, but is Avery is Avery in Houston. Is he picked up already? Yeah, but he's picked up. But they're probably gonna buy him out. I mean, we're talking about potential buyout candidates. No, I see so, Kenny Scott has said Avery's in Houston. Yeah, he's in Houston, but I'm saying he's a potential buyout candidate. Mm. He's doing an aspiring deal, so I'm saying if they buy him out, he can go anywhere he wants. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> For Houston, it's like weird. I'll just throw this like it seems like they're weird, like how they're just trying to shed money and just like have no one on the book. So that's why I think they have Avery Bradley as a potential buyout. Yeah, Tillman Fertitta is just it makes sense. Avery Bradley's trying to get in the playoffs, so he's not gonna stay in Houston. He's gonna get bored. And that's and that's the thing about these buyout candidates too. Usually these buyout candidates, especially the older ones, they want to go to playoff teams, right? Usually money or just even championship teams. That's usually right. He was on the Lakers last year, so he right. definitely needs to go back to the finals. So I mean, he's going to get bored out. I don't know what he's gonna, I mean. He's available. I'll put it that way. Use is not available. Exactly. He's available. He's available. But um, who else was available? Who might be available in the summer is. Some guy that we talked about a few times on this program, um, a guy we, we debated this yesterday, Raw, is Lonzo Ball. Lonzo oh, Ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, we, His business showed us a lot about Lonzo Ball. Yeah, today was, was interesting because Lonzo Ball, the Knicks are still in pursuit of Lonzo Ball, according to Ian Bigley. Even though the, the trade deadline is over, um, we will be in talks when the summer. Now, it's funny how things unfolded, right, with Lonzo Ball. Because we said this yesterday, Raw. Like, we saw we saw the Clippers thing happening. But I always felt like Chicago was the biggest threat um, to land him. And not, not, not no more. Well, not no more. But the thing that, the, the, the thing that made me nervous about Chicago... But also smile at the same time was their first move. Yeah, the first move they made was they That's gave right. up their two first round picks. That's right. Um, for Vuc- for Vucevic, I can't. Yo, I'm, I'm like um, can't Vucevic. Now. Vucevic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, but you know what? That tells you right there. Lonzo is letting it know he wants to come to New York. He's not saying. Right. So why would they give up assets for a guy that's not committing to them? That's why they went after Vucevic. So, and that's why nothing happened. He's our look. You know how many teams could have used Lonzo Ball, the Clippers? I mean, you know. So, no, he's he's coming to New York, man. The question is, how much is he going to cost? I don't know. I don't know, but the thing, yeah, the, the, it's leverage. It's, it's all about the leverage, Raw. Because we had a we had a whole conversation about this the other day, and and we was like, you know what, we should play we should play hardball because it, just, it seems like from the get go, Lavar has been touting that the, the right. Lonzo to New York thing for a That's while, right. mm-hmm. um, and kind of like what's happening over there with Victor Oladipo, why nobody wanted to touch him, and he just walked to Miami. The same thing could be happening for us. Um, so um, even though it was reported that the Knicks were 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 um looking into Lonzo Ball and his price. I do feel like we were kind of playing chicken just just enough to keep Chicago away. <laughs> you know? But that we never sense. had that makes sense. That makes sense. But we never had any full intention to outbid ourselves. No, I just had that I had that vision in my mind what you just stated. Like in other words, here's David Griffin. He's on the line. He's on the line with with, with Derek with, with Leon Rose. David Griffin says, Okay, I want Leon Frank Nelkina. I want um I want Kevin Knox. I want two first. And Griffin said, Okay, okay, let me get back to you. Then they, you know what? Let me get now. Then he comes back. Let me get back to you. Now it's three. It's, it's five minutes to three. Hey, listen, listen. It's five minutes to three. Griffin says exactly. Are we done. Just, let me get exactly. back. Exactly. Just keep tying up the line. Just tying up the lines. I get back to you. Oh, we know I can offer this. You know what? We changed our mind. I'm not doing that. Like I feel yeah, like yeah, that's no, what was no, happening no, the whole time. The deadline. We well, can't do anything now. Exactly. <laughs> well, it was it was reported by uh, Kevin O'Connor of the Ringer that the Chicago Bulls offered. 
Thomas Sadaransky and two second round picks for Lonzo Ball initially. So it didn't seem like they're ready to give up first rounders for Lonzo Ball to begin with because he is he is a restricted free agent. You're not sure if he's going to stay with Chicago. You don't want to throw away a lot of assets, at least with Vooch. You know you're going to have Vooch for a couple of years. That's right. You know, with uh, who is it? Uh, I forget who the other guy went. They got Zach Levine. They got they got Laurie Marketing. They got Mm -hmm. Kobe White. Yeah. And they who else did they get from uh, Amino? They got Amino. Amino, thank you. Yeah. It was Amino who they got in that deal as well. So, you know, Orlando was trying to do a fire sale today, but at least with Chicago, they're like, okay, we get a solid center, someone who can score, mm-hmm. someone who's an all-star. You know, Warrior Marketing's not necessarily reliable. No. For the past couple of seasons, he's too like he's too inconsistent for what they thought. He started out hot, didn't have enough, but you know, the Knicks were I think what the Knicks were doing is like what we're always talking about. Like they, he, they were playing, they were playing to make sure Chicago didn't get them. That's right. mm-hmm. And I think at the same time, the Pelicans, you know, they just don't want to give up anybody. I th- we'll see what happens this offseason when it's going to be a bidding war. Maybe they do a sign and trade. Maybe Leon Rose tries to keep a relationship with other uh, teams front offices. That way they can do negotiations because that type of relationship is important in the NBA where you just make these type of good, like, all right, you know, I'm going to make a, like, I'll, I'll swing a deal with you just to sweeten the deal that no other team would do. That's how you maintain relationships. That's how you get these like crazy trades. Like how did someone get traded for this? Mm-hmm. And you're like, That's Oh, it. well they have that, that foundation. Yep. But I think the, the thing that we could take away from the Knicks is that especially this front office is that they're not trying to get, Buffalo, they're not trying to get stucker. They're gonna they're gonna be yep. patient. They're gonna build the what they consider to be the right way. Try to maintain as much assets. Boy, they got another second rounder. They just love second rounders. So yeah, we'll man, they didn't stack them up. <laughs> we, we you know they're waiting for this double draft or they're waiting to like pull something. So we'll see what happens with all that. But the the Knicks, you know, it was fine. It was a fine free agency. Two years in a row, they've been they've been good. You know, we got we traded Marcus Morris for exactly. a first rounder that turned into Emmanuel quickly. Wait, wait, this wait, season, wait. We didn't, oh, Oh. There you go. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then this season, they don't make any. They make just between the margin moves. They wanted to keep that culture, as Ian Begley was reporting. Right? They didn't want to do anything crazy that was going to shake up the locker room. Tom Thibodeau came out today during the press and said he loves with the culture that they have. He loves the guys that he's working with. He has a, he has a ten. Austin right. Rivers was not cracking it. Iggy, you know. I did a whole write-up about Iggy, and I thought how the Knicks should just give him a chance uh, from the G League because of how he's performing. Tibbs and everyone's like, look, you're not going to get a shot here. Might as well go get a shot yep, somewhere got some, else. Got second-round so, picks. They and we get second-round picks. For another, for another load somewhere. And, and we're good. And we're gonna have up to sixty million in cap space. Sixty you know, we, million in cap space. We, we, can, we can we can go big the thing with is, anybody. Is that nobody else. Everybody knows. No matter what happens, if Lonzo in his mind decides. I am not going to sign an extension with anybody but New York. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's what's going to happen. So the sign and trade, would, as as Alex alluded to, is going to be a courtesy out of like future um, relationship situations. Exactly, and that's we don't have exactly. To, we can just say no. He wants to come to us. It's over. So exactly. But um, you know that being the case, so we're going to do something. We're going to send them something, but. We'll see what it is. That's what I'm saying. I'm wondering how much we're willing to send them because we don't have to send them anything. Yeah. The guy wants to come to New York. Exactly. And that's why we was talking, we was talking about behind the scenes, Roy. We were talking about, you know, the Frank made it. Frank made it. This last little hurdle. This like, <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely see him being included in some type of Lonzo deal. Just Yeah, just, I definitely could see like that. Just like a though. sign and trade situation, man. I yeah, and a sign and trade situation on both sides because Frank is also in the option year. So... They, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because, you know, say what you want about Frank. I mean, it, okay, so he doesn't play offense yet. I'm thinking one year in the summer with Tibbs and Kenny and them, he'll be a better offensive player next year. But this year, this kid is locked down. You put him on Westbrook, you put him on Bradley Beal. In the playoffs, that's very valuable, man. Yeah, the playoff. The playoffs are definitely viable. It's more valuable yeah, if you can hit shots. Valuable. It's more valuable if you can hit shots. But there's always gonna be a role for a guy who can stop somebody else. Right, um, and every once you, in a while, yeah. he will, every once in a while, every once in like four or five games, he does start hitting some threes. But exactly, but you know, so I mean, you know, it's it's. I don't think they want to get, and, and that's going to be play a big role. Let's see what happens come playoff time. Who shows out in the playoffs? They're going to tell you who's going to be here next year. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, another big trade that 
uh, it's a few trades that were kind of connected to us that didn't happen, but it kind of affects us a little bit. And another one is the Evan the Evan Fournier trade, man. I, I know some people were upset that it only took was two second round picks. Two seconds. That <laughs> and over Evan Fournier was off to the Celtics. Yes, uh, you know, we're we're jockeying with the Celtics in the playoff race right now. Um, how do you guys feel about us missing out on Fournier? Are you high, low, indifferent? on that move I feel like you guys are indifferent I'm not <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. indifferent. I'm indifferent yeah I'm not too I'm not too I wasn't so desperate for Fournier like if we got him we got him but I wasn't right. gonna like right. hold my hat up for Fournier like he he's, he was injured this season he was all he you know he's a Nick another Nick killer but what for end of the season? Do you, are you planning on resigning him? I think the Knicks are. This is where I think the front office is looking like. All right, we can use these assets for something that's long term and more valuable. Like mm-hmm. Fournier is for an end of the season type deal. I don't see Fournier coming back. And if you really want Fournier, you can go get him in the off season. Sure. I don't know how much adds to the culture. You know, maybe he adds some shooting, but right now Bullock is like starting to catch up. Burks is really doing a phenomenal job yeah. these past five games. So. What is he? What is he adding? How do you fit him in? You know, that's the real question. Like, where, yeah. do you, where do you slide him in at that point? So, are you moving yeah. Burks? Are you moving? Are you so moving block? Right. That's a it's a lot of questions it's not, to. It's not like he's hitting his shoulders above Burks, you know. That, right. And yeah, because to me, he's he, he would play the Burks role in my opinion. Right. He's not. He's he not the like, Burks role in my opinion. It's not like he's Kawhi and Burks is Burks. You know, it's not like that. You know, so mm-hmm. why do it? It's not a you know. Exactly. Especially uh, when you're going to keep your chemistry. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the oh, chemistry above all right now. Chemistry mm-hmm. is really above all right now. If it's not mm-hmm. a move, any move we make right now is kind of like a, a ripple in a pond. That's right. <laughs> like if you take like a, a significant ball handling player and throw him in this team right now, it can work well or it can self-destruct really. So that right. um, goes from Andre Drummond to Evan Fournier um, to anybody else that was a free agent. So um I'm cool. I'm gonna just wrap. I'm gonna wrap that conversation up right there. I, there's been a lot of subsequent moves that happened, and I'm cool with what we have. I'm cool with what we have. I know some people are got nervous because the Celtics have loaded up, the Bulls have loaded up, and we're staying pat. But we're in a good position either way because we still have the cap the cap space. They still have to integrate those players into their system. Um, you know, we talked about behind. I'm not. I'm not discounting their moves because they're both good players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could work out for both teams, but it could also backfire. And there's something about continuity with a team that can kind of hopefully right. it, it can carry us throughout um, the second half mm-hmm. of the season while they're trying to figure out the kinks and stuff like that. You know, and we have not had continuity in a long time. Yeah, long time. A long time. Uh, all right, all right, yo, all right. Yo, salute, salute to the chat one more time. Um, shout out to everybody in chat. Shout out to D Nice. He says, I don't want the Mavs to win. <laughs> yeah, the Mavs got J.J. Redick. I know, yeah. The Mavs got J.J. Redick. I know people wanted J.J. The Mavs got J.J. Redick. I don't want the Mavs to win either, but, you know, they've been winning a little bit more. So the pick is losing a little bit of steam, but, you know, it's still our pick. Maybe we can package it with some other stuff and get something done. Who knows? All That's right. right. That's right. But, yeah, shout out to D-Nice. Shout out to Jose Alvarez. Um, shout out to Fritz Alessindor. Tell him Alejandro. Oh, shout, uh, shout out to Raw Hebrew who sends a fire super chat. Hey. Yo, yo, let's do this thing right. <laughs> <laughs> he says, salute to KOT crew, the next level. Shout out to Raw who, who's sending super chat while on the show. All right. <laughs> shout out to you, man. Shout out to Josh. Y'all inspired me. You and Alex inspired me. I said, I got to do something, man. <laughs> <laughs> salute to you, man. Definitely salute to you, man. All right. Y'all, I'm, about to, I'm about to wrap up the show, man. I'm about to wrap it up, show. About to wrap it up. Um, any more comments? Anything else you want to add to the show? About to man, let's get this win in Milwaukee, baby. Let's do this thing, baby. Let's do this thing. Yeah, we we got the Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday, so definitely watch out for that game. Um, and also, we working on things here, so might have a surprise for you coming into next week. So stay tuned to the KOT show. I see Jay Ellis is slick. He always oh, got stuff up his sleeve, man. Watch this boy. Yeah, man. I got no sleeves, but I got stuff up my sleeve all the time. <laughs> Giving out teasers on the show. Look at that. Oh yeah, exactly. Y'all might, y'all might want to, y'all might want to stay around in the co- you know. Co- yeah, KOT got stuff going on, baby. Yeah, we might, we might have some more stuff coming. All right, so I, 
just, just, just stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Big Reaper also sends a five dollar super chat. Thank you. Nice, Big nice. Yeah, yeah. See, see, we're all we're all setting setting trends, man. And like I said, everything everything y'all send is gonna come to is gonna go to the channel. It's gonna help grow everything out and pay writers and bills and all that other stuff. I don't get new Jordans or Hewings or anything like that. All right. It's for the channel. All right. That's right. You ain't getting no. You ain't getting no. Um. You ain't getting no Zion's. <laughs> oh man, no Zion's. I mean, uh, if uh, by some means Zion is included in the trade package, which is oh man, maybe I'm yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh man, we're pull that off, Leon. Ooh, exactly, ooh, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, put him in the trade package. I know Brock right. is a genius. He can do it. All right. Uh, All right, cool. All right, so that is our show. Uh, let's go. All right, Alex, you'll tell them where they can find you, sir. JL is raw. It's always fun hanging out with you guys, talking Knicks. Great win today. Right. Man, I love this team, man. I, that's all I got to say. I love this team. Always fun talking with you guys. And for everyone out there, thanks for tuning for the KOT show. That's right. Find me over at Hoops Habit. I cover the Knicks and Denver Nuggets over there. I know I don't know why you want to read about the Denver Nuggets, but you can try reading about the Denver Nuggets. Uh, <laughs> you're all Knicks Aaron fans Gordon in here. So, yeah. hey, man, I'm going to be trying to do something about that guy. So check it out. Uh, I also check out my stuff for KnicksFanTV.com. You can check out the podcast, Knicks, Jets, etc. cetera. Uh, we're on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, you name it, we're there. And if you're all into sports betting, you can go check out what I got over at Tally site. I do do sports betting. I did call this one tonight, just letting you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, smart man, smart man. Did you? All right, okay. Where, where can they find you, Raw? Wait, 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 wait. My man Fritz. Did you see what my man Fritz said? Wait, what do you say? What do you say? You got to mow the lawn, baby. Oh no, not this one. Not this one. Oh yeah, mow the lawn. Not, okay. not this one. Not this one, Fritz. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm saving the lawn. I'm saving the lawn for something else. All right. All right, saving the lawn for okay. okay. <laughs> but good right. look, good look. Find me a raw Hebrew remnant at YouTube raw Hebrew remnant on Twitter. All right, all right. And yeah, you know, you can find us on um the, the KOT show on Twitter, um, the Nick Time Show on Instagram, Facebook. Also, you can go to nicktimeshow.com to read all the blogs from our great writers. It's Fritz, Ken, Mikey. Uh, Rob, all those guys you contribute to Nick's Time Show. Shout out to you guys. Always do a good job. And yeah, if I, I'm on Instagram as well. If you want to follow me on Instagram, if you want to see some artwork, some logos, because uh, I on Jealous Draws Things, that's because I draw things. I design, I design, I do a bunch of stuff. And yeah, follow me if you want to do that as well. The artiste, baby, the artiste. Yeah, yeah, artiste, the artiste. All right. <laughs> all right. That is our show. Thanks for supporting. Shout out to you, Kenny Scott. I'll see you, Iller, Big Reaper, everybody who supports.